is inside the RV. Inside the RV. A music industry podcast about entrepreneurship, work ethic, self-development, and building your career in music. You're joined by your hosts, artist manager Jacob Moore and music artist Ryan Ramirez. Get ready. This is Inside the RV. Inside the RV. What's up, everybody? This How's it is- going? <laughs> this is episode 52 of Inside the RV, and it's going really good. That was our one of our amazing guests. Uh, stoked to bring two guests to you guys today. This is going to be a great episode. Episode number 52 of Inside the RV. This is a podcast about entrepreneurship, work ethic, self-development, and becoming the best version of yourself. Not to be confused with best virgin of yourself. I had someone message me. They were like, bro, did, did you guys say that? I was like, best virgin of yourself. Wow. You're joined by your two lovely co-hosts. I'm one of them. My name is Jacob Moore. I'm the other one, Ryan Ramirez. Jacob Moore and Ryan Ramirez. I'm an artist manager. Ryan is a music artist. Together, we chronicle our journey in the entertainment industry, specifically music, as we build our careers today. We got some amazing guests on. These are artists, creatives, business people who work together as well as separately from each other. And both of those types of work are just amazing. So I'm really stoked. One of the people we've had on before. Hi. The first person, <laughs> this is Janae Bone. Everybody, round of applause. Hello. <laughs> from Petals and Poison. And the other guest we have on today is a music artist, producer, creative business person from Orange County, someone we actually grew up with. Grazi Panaccio. Hey. Hey. What's up, everybody? Hey. He pulled the Fonzie real cool. (laughs) So for everyone that heard one of our past episodes, so Janae is the founder of Petals and Poison, which is a gothic, gothic, was that the word? Yeah, gothic. Okay, gothic Victorian style? Yeah. Or am I just spitting out words No, that's totally right. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Apparel and... Cause, Cause, you have so many things. Yeah, I, I, I don't do. want to. I don't want to like misfire I, here. I, I don't even know how to explain my shop at this point. Like, I just make gothic inspired teas, tea wear, new antiques, apparel, music, all Amazing. that fun stuff. So Amazing. Everything yeah. artsy and crafty. Yeah, right? pretty yes. much everything that I love is in my shop. So nice. Yeah. And she's doing very, very well. And in the music aspect of that, Grazi helps you produce your music. Is that right? Correct. That is amazing. Okay, so I want to talk to you guys each kind of separately about the things that you're doing. But before that, how did you two even be and get linked up and and start doing music in the first place? LinkedIn. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Grazi, you want to talk about it? Yeah. So, um, so we actually went to high school together. Okay. We went to Kennedy High School together. And just kind of like how I kind of got introduced to, to Janae at all. It was Mr. Pfeiffer, right? Yep. Mr. Pfeiffer, he was a teacher there. I don't know what he... He was my uh, English teacher. He, he was yeah, one of my He taught phase. English. Yeah. But he had this, like, guitar club. Mm-hmm. So, you know, of course, I'm going to join the guitar club. That yeah. sounds dope. So, uh, yeah, I was in there. And I, I was telling him, like, you know, I'm trying to, like, start a band or, like, look mm-hmm. for people or anything. And he mentioned Janae to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know any Janae's. I don't even know where to look or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't even remember, like, how I found out who Janae was. I don't know either. But, yeah. He showed up one day yeah. my um my group in high school he just showed up he's like i'm grazi and i was like hi yeah that's kind of how it goes um and then yeah we just met from there um take it away yeah so we actually never ended up in a band together at that point um i was already in one at the time Mm. but he would always tag me in like all of his like guitar covers like Mm. on facebook and stuff and like always super supportive of like my music and i've always been super supportive of his And, like, he's, like, reached out to me to do, like, graphic design and stuff like that, like, for his band, like, at the time. Um, And, yeah. And we actually just got a notification on Facebook that we've been friends for 11 years. And it took us 11 years to start a band together. Wow. That's a process. I know. (laughs) I'll never forget Grazi as, like, the guy, like... That performed before us at the talent show. Oh yeah, dude. I think it was, it was a seventh or eighth grade. I think it was seventh, seventh grade. That was yeah. That was um. Oh, you're eighth. That grade, must have right? been yeah. Okay, I was in eighth grade. Yeah, because yeah. you guys were in seventh grade. And you had like hair down to your back. Yeah, you bro. Had I, on guitar. I was so <laughs> nervous at that show. I didn't want to do it, but I did at the same yeah. time. I, I was intimidated by you. I'm not gonna lie. He he was so much better than us, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, damn. But yeah, so that so that's cool. I I love this whole homegrown Orange County. Real, real organic relationship building. And so, so you guys officially started making music together within the last, what, one to two years, you would say? Pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much like that's kind of when it started happening. Let's say like two years at this point. Yeah. yeah. Now, how did that begin? Because obviously you had this friendship beforehand. So I'm, I'm assuming you guys were like 
creatively pretty comfortable with each other or did it kind of take some getting used to? Um, <laughs> do you want to start about it, how like, we got... Going into the music, I, you can explain how we started. Okay. You do that and I'll explain like how we started with yeah. music. Then who starts, you or me? You start. Okay. So he was doing a new music project and that's how we started hanging out again. And he asked me to do photography for it. Mm-hmm. So I took photos for it. And then I was like, hey, I have an idea for a song, mm-hmm. but like I can't do any instruments. I can only sing and like yeah. I have melodies and ideas. I was like, do you want to like help me out with this? And like I can help mm-hmm. you like with graphic design, whether it be like album covers or like anything that you need. So it's like a trade mm-hmm. in a sense. And so that's when we wrote Hotel Antoinette and I had like banger. sent him. Thank you. The song is a banger, <laughs> I want to say. As far as like when we started writing music though, we yeah. kind of like we were on the same page about everything. We, oh, yeah. we haven't even like really had any like disputes or like any trouble or anything. Okay. No. Yeah, it's been pretty that was good chemistry. Yeah. Oh, right away. Definitely. Like I pretty much told him exactly what I wanted and he made it mm-hmm. happen and better. And like now even as we write, we're just kind of like, okay, this is an idea and like if he has an idea, I'll listen to it and I'll be like, yes or if it's something I want to do something differently. He's really good about being like, okay, like let's make it happen. So That's we've, key. we've never had like yeah, any issues. Flexibility. That's so key cuz yeah. I feel like I've been in collaborations with people in the past where it's like no, like if we're doing it like this, like no, it, like it's yeah. Kinda, yeah, and it's you can kind of feel two different directions that people mm-hmm. wanting, and it's kind of hard to like you know coincide them or whatever. But that's yeah. I feel like that's key, like just being able to like even if you're not like fully into the idea, but you still somehow make it work. Yeah, like, in your, you know, to where you guys both like it, like that's like a skill in itself. You know, yeah, totally. I'm always thinking about like what's best for the song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, otherwise you're just gonna squash your egos, take away your ego, happen. and just yeah. Yeah, yeah, just make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is so great that like all three of you guys are here too because you're all such great creative musicians who have experience working with other people and I, I have that to a degree but that's more of your guys' lane which is so great and so to all three of you so when building a creative partnership with somebody are you guys immediately thinking and and by the way your answers these this is going out to like other upcoming artists other people doing creative projects so what do you have to say about open-mindedness with the final result like what you just said you know so should where do we draw the line you know that's actually a very good question Um, do you want to go first Graz? i'm trying to think how to answer that (laughs) where do we draw the line with like can you just Phrase that a little bit differently. Yeah. So when you're working with another person on a creative project, how? what are some tips or how do you know when you should put your pride aside and say, okay, let's let's do your idea. Let's let's do what's best for the song. Or, or how do you know when you should really just say like, oh, we have to do it this way. Oh, got it. Okay. So, I mean, that can go like a couple different ways. Uh-huh. Let's say, just for example, like, if I'm like producing a song for Ryan or anything, uh-huh. we're working to the song together basically. Um, we got the structure of the song, good, whatever. But like, let's say the bridge, mm-hmm. and there's this part, like how it goes like this. And I'm like, it feels pretty solid, but Ryan's like, you know, I want to add this part or like mm-hmm. do all this and everything. And then I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's hear it out. Let's mm-hmm. see how it sounds. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can fit into what we already have. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, we can change it a little bit just to make it fit in and make it happen. Because I feel like for the most part, mm-hmm. You can make almost anything work if you have the right transition. Mm-hmm. Transitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you get good at transitions, anything. So, yeah, that, that, I think that's just really interesting because, like, for me personally, I've gotten caught up in a lot of creative projects. Like, when I was playing with Arrogant Magician, which for the listeners is just is a band that I play in with my two really good friends. And, like, <laughs> so when we first started Arrogant Magician, I was, like... I think very egotistical, very self-absorbed in the sense of like, I had a vision and I wanted to achieve it. And the bandmates were here to help me achieve that. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like we were three counterparts and we all should have like intermingled uh, in, the, in the same amount. But I think I took more of that role where I was like, no, 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 I have this vision. I want to do this. So I had to learn kind of like the hard way, right. which was like, I went home one day and I went, oh, I think I'm treating my creative partners like shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm. No, I get that. Yeah. And, and so one thing that I realized was like, have you guys heard that term from Ed Sheeran where he says running the faucet? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I, I've never heard that. <laughs> okay, so, what, so when you're using the bathroom... No, I'm just kidding. It's a lot of like... That's a big water bill. <laughs> yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, so like, uh, I don't know if Ed Sheeran came up with this at first, but he, he said in an interview, like when you're writing songs, it's like turning on an old faucet that has like never been ran before and some dirty, shitty water is going to come out. But that's how you get to the clean water by yeah. letting that run. And so I've kind of adopted this mentality of like, you know maybe you're not going to write one song like that's not going to be uh you know 
enter Sandman or whatever, right. but you have to write tons and tons of stuff. So it kind of helped me detach myself mm-hmm. from the project and just look at it more of like a quote unquote numbers game. I hate to say that, but now I look at a lot of creative projects as like, well, if I don't make a decision and finish this and just let it go, then I may never get to that gold or that fresh water. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of it's just being aware of the dynamics of like the situation. Like, is, is this your project and they're helping you lead or are you all together like a band, you know? And you, I think it's so key for every member to know what, to know what that is. Instead of like, yeah. if it's like too like loose, like mm-hmm. it, it's, in my opinion, it's not going to really work that way. Like you have to kind of be clear on some kind of level. Um, and I, I, like in my opinion too, is like if you're collaborating, if both people aren't like excited about like the result you're getting, it's probably not done yet. Like you got to keep going mm-hmm. until yeah. both people feel, mm-hmm. feel it. You know what I mean? Like I think that's like, the key with collaboration but again that's tough you know because because it can be pretty telling after a while like oh like you kind of realize i don't really have chemistry with this person because we're not getting there like mm-hmm. with that you know yeah, yeah. and so. uh, and to bounce off of that like that's so important to be clear in the very beginning of your collaborations mm-hmm. because i know grazi and i are pretty clear like with everything that like we do together because mm-hmm. it is under my brand name so it really is like my thing yeah. but grazi is the one that's helping me push like to what i want mm. And it's awesome that he's open-minded to, like, have my vision of, like, what I want. But, like, when I feature on his stuff, I'm just like, go ham. Have fun with whatever you want to do because this is your vision. Like, I'm just here to help support you and do my part for you. Like, it it definitely is, like, the dynamic of someone's going to lead, someone's going to help support. You know what I mean? Mm. And once you put people into the mix that don't understand your dynamic, it's really important to be specific and it's really important to be honest and it's really important to be um open because it, do you want to add on to that i was just gonna say <laughs> I, like, I think I a depressed. huge thing too a huge thing too just uh-huh. like in anything you know sure. it could be any sort of like project relationship uh-huh. whatever it's communication yeah you know just to communicate how the whole thing is supposed to go like what somebody is supposed to do where you want it to go with it and everything just to get to the good result otherwise you know there's gonna be fights or just like misunderstandings i think i think the tricky part too about creating is like you know there there is an element of you kind of have to be blunt like this isn't it but but there's a skill when you're creating with people that you have to implement of like you got to do it in a way that's like encouraging yeah you can't just be like that's not it that sucks because that just derails the whole like creative like creative thing like Mm -hmm. So I feel like I've, I've realized over the years, like writing with people and stuff, like you have to get good at like making them feel like they're doing good and vice versa. Even if that, like, you know, it's like, that's not it. Like you still have to somehow like, okay, what about this though? Let's try this instead of just being like, nah, like that ain't it. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I've dealt with people who did that and it kind of just like kills the vibe. You know what I mean? like, yeah. It's just like, especially if like they don't know how to communicate, yeah. like just like how you're saying, if they're all they're saying is like, no, that's not it. That's not it. So like, you're just running in circles at this point. Like, yeah. what is it? Like, do you yeah. want do you want like a garbage can being banged or something? And they're like, you know, what do you want? My, they don't my, complain. And my thing too is like, not, sorry, not to cut yeah. you over. My thing too is like, don't say that's not it unless you have another idea. Right. Yeah. Like a, yeah. A better idea, you know? Yeah. Like may the best idea win type thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just like you always have to have an idea like behind what you have to say. If you're going to like say, let's change it up a little bit. Like yeah. maybe I'm not feeling this part. Maybe we can figure out something else. Mm-hmm. You know, just don't like bang it down because just to bang it down because exactly. there's definitely those people I'm sure you know oh absolutely yeah. I also think too if you have the luxury to be able to record multiple versions I think that's also important because then you are allowing everyone to have their creative freedom and it is like you said like let the best one win mm-hmm. but it's cool because then at times you'll like something in somebody's version that you can add to like a different mm-hmm. version to make it better Yeah. because like I know that right, right now we're going through a thing where like there's this one song that like just will not get done right now because we are going <laughs> through so many different changes for it oh, and yeah. I cannot wait for it to be done because like I know this song is going to be one of our best ones nice. it's just like we've had like how many different versions now of it so many we're, I think I know I think which one you're talking about. I think, yeah, yeah we're, I think we're um, on like version 23 or something crazy. Yeah, like we just that. decided oh, wow. to add something yeah. to it too. It's just, it's growing, it's forever yeah. growing. See, I, I used to get so down on myself like about that, but then I heard an interview of, uh, I forgot if it was Michael Jackson or Kanye, it was one of them too. Mm-hmm. Like they mixed one of their songs like 87 times. Oh yeah. And then they used like version two. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the yeah. same one they did. Like, that was Kanye. Uh, Kanye, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I literally feel like that's what's going to happen with this song too. Like, I feel yeah. like we're going to go through all of these versions and then suddenly it's like, oh, well. Yeah. The first one. That'll do. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about that then. What, you know, 
how do you know when to stop yourself from doing that? It, it, you know, have you guys ever had uh, a situation where you've gone and, and it may be this one that's coming mm -hmm. up where you finally just went to bed one night and you were like, maybe I'm overdoing it. You know, has, has that ever happened to you guys? Or, or do you think as a natural part of the creative process, you should just continue to push it? I mean, if I may interject on this, sure. I definitely think we're overdoing it on this song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to be real honest with you. I definitely For think sure. we are. Uh, um, I love the first version that we did of it the mm -hmm. most. I think that's like the point of this song, though, is to yeah. like just be like this huge, crazy yeah. thing. It is, it is meant to be like this huge, crazy yeah. thing. But um, it's just super interesting to see where it's like been. And right mm -hmm. now we're just waiting for like the mix to get back i guess for this new version mixing it up so yeah nice but yeah yeah something i want to touch on something you said earlier mm -hmm. is that um one person leads and one person supports mm -hmm. now do you think that's true across the board for every creative project not necessarily but i also think that making a good leader mm -hmm. knows when they should support if that wow. makes sense. Mm. Because yeah. if you're going to be going in with your ego or you're going in with your pride or anything like that, like nothing's going to get done. So as a leader, you should know when to step down and let people figure yeah. things out on their mm -hmm. own. And if they fall, they fall, mm -hmm. but not do like I told you so, but then that's when you take the reins back. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's important. I think, I mean, I guess I take it back a little bit. I do think that there should be leadership and support in mm -hmm. any situation. Mm -hmm. You just have to know which role that you need to take at the right time. Yeah. It's all about understanding your role Yeah, mm -hmm. and which role, just like kind of how to support other roles. Mm -hmm. Like how does your role fit into this? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is such a good answer from both of you guys yeah. because that, that that just opened up my mind because I was thinking like um, I was going to like, I don't know, just burst out and be like, well, there should probably always be a leader. But I never thought that it's, it's an interchangeable role. It yeah. is, yeah. And, and that is so cool because like um, me and Ryan talk a lot about like hire your weakness or, or, or whoever whoever's good at what you're not good at, let mm -hmm. them do it. And that's like a perfect example of that, you know? And I'm learning that more and more like in my own business things. Like when I first started Density Artist Management in 2018, I was doing everything. And mm -hmm. now I'm launching like a new thing as part of my website. I was like, dude, I'm hiring someone on Fiverr who's 10 times better than <laughs> me. And I'm going to have them do that, you know? And then another thing, like um, here's like another like more creative example, like... Uh, I've been making time every day to like play my guitar a lot more and just come up with riffs and like express myself through my guitar. And I was like, man, maybe I should throw some drums on this. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. I know like Jeff or a couple of other mm -hmm. really good drummers. Yeah. Like, why would I not leverage their strength, which is my weakness yes. and allow them to make it 10 times better than it would have been, you know? So that's like a big, big uh, uh, learning process that I've had to go through. And you guys really just put the icing on the cake for me oh, right yay. there. I'm so glad. <laughs> I hope you like it. I'm, I'm learning. That's why we got you guys on here, man. <laughs> One thing that's interesting to me about like bands and collaborations is like, it's crazy because you have to, everyone has to have like the same level of commitment. Like, and that's, and honestly, I think that's so rare to find, like, especially like the older we get as adults and stuff, you know, we have other priorities and things we got to get to, but it's, yeah. it's so rare to find like a group of people, like a four or five like member band where everyone's equally committed, putting their all into it. This is a hundred percent for me and everyone's got their own schedules, but they make it work. Like that's always like an interesting to me, like mm. thing to me. Like, what do you guys think about that? Um, I mean, there's still not one here now because there's not four or five people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think it just uh, boils down to, you know, like there's passion, there's seriousness. If you have like a vision, you really want to follow your vision and if you believe in it or not. And you, number one, you need to have a plan on how you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Like write it out, like mm -hmm. summarize it, outline it, whatever you're going to do, actually write it down. See what you're going to do. Find out. It's like, just like a business. A band mm -hmm. is just like a business. A lot of, I feel like a lot of bands don't, don't ever want to look at business because like, oh, we're just the talent. We just want to do business or we just want to play and everything. Other people should take care of it for us. It's, we're just going to make it now. Mm -hmm. You have to make yourself make it. Mm -hmm. And that's with everything. You just have to make it happen. Mm -hmm. You have to understand what's the smart thing to do to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, let's say like, I see a lot of artists and like people coming up on TikTok. So you can't just be like, oh, TikToks, you know, that's not going to work for us. We're not a TikTok band or anything. Yeah. What about the band that's like has 300,000 followers and like all these like streams and getting record deals because they make stupid TikTok videos, but everybody loves them because of it. No, no. Here's, here's what I learned this year. Even a step before that, mm -hmm. what do you want specifically? Because I think 
and even me for a long time, like got lost into like, I'm just going to go with the wind, make music, work hard, devote my life to it, whatever. Yeah. But I didn't know exactly what I wanted. Like, did I want a deal? Did I want to be an independent artist? Did I like, what did I want out of it? You know what I'm saying? And I think like locking down exactly what you want before you make that plan is so key. And I, I missed that step for so long. Like, what do you, what do you guys think about that? No, I completely agree. And I also think that when you have that in mind of exactly what you want, what's nice is that you have room to change your mind mm -hmm. and you have room to move and like, um, what's the word? Grow. I guess grow, but also adapt to like the situation that you're at. Because like for me, like coming from a business standpoint, the way that my business started is completely different to how it is now. Mm. But now is exactly what I think that my heart would have wanted like way back when. Mm. So like, it's nice to have that idea, but realistically, is it, attainable mm. you know what i mean but yeah. it's always good to have it in the back of your head so that way when you're doing your stuff you can adjust and mm -hmm. i think that's what's important you know mm -hmm. wow now real quick yes. let's let's talk about grazi's <laughs> solo career just a little bit i don't want to put put him in the spotlight for the whole <laughs> so episode but you know i got i got to put you under a little bit of pressure here because um you're obviously a very well-rounded musician music producer songwriter composer creative partner which is a great thing because it's one thing to be able to make records on your own and, and stuff like that like that was me my whole life just playing on my own and then I like met up with some people to jam and I was like whoa this is way different you know <laughs> so I just kind of went off on a tangent anywho Graz tell us a little bit about your solo career how you got started with what you're doing now like what your style is just give us kind of an overarching uh, viewpoint of that oh man my style I'll just start with like how I started because that's easier sure um yeah, so I was in a band. It's called Return to Red. And then I just wasn't really... It was so difficult dealing with members all the time because, like, a lot of the rock scene or just, like, you know, people in, like, the whole music scene and everything, they're just so difficult to, like, work with, especially some of the people that I was finding. So it didn't work out. Um, the pandemic hit, and, you know, it's not realistic. Like, everybody, like, let's meet up all the time. Yeah. So, so this is about, sick. about a year and a half ago, two years ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um... And just like fighting with people over the, what songs we're going to release. Is anyone happy with the song? No, I hate it because I hate it. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I just, the songs that I liked, yeah. I'm like, I really like this song. I like how it's going. Um, the first one that I really liked that I was like, yes, this song has to come out, but other people didn't like it was my first single, Lost and Alone. Uh, so I just released that as a solo song. I didn't really like super intentionally start doing like music solely but like i just enjoyed some of the songs i was making so much to the point where i'm like people have to, i want people to hear this like i'm proud of this this is so cool um and then but it, the pandemic really just pushed me to kind of like keep going with that because i kind of like i like the freedom of just like being able to work on my own rather than like you know have to like uh go through other people with all these ideas where i can just like you know just you know mess around just on my own do whatever i want like what if we just add like a little like laser gun sound there no one's gonna say no the, the, free, the freedom the freedom yeah. of doing it yeah exactly and you can literally just make like some of the coolest things i feel like when you just have that freedom when you have that freedom mindset and you could still do that in a band but everyone has to be a little bit open-minded when you have like one closed-minded person that's going to create a lot of tension mm -hmm. now your style or genre is like I can't even describe it, which is a good thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Like we've all heard Grazi stuff and I listen to it and I'm like, this is like an amalgamation of like so many different styles and influences. And I'm just like, so it's weird, unique, off the wall, crazy in a fucking good way. And I really like it. And so with that being said, you know, how does that inspire your songwriting with Janae at all? Like, how, like are there any parallels between the music? Because they're so, they're so different. You know, it's like, is there anything you take from your own personal songwriting and you're like, I think I could do that with Janae? Um, I think in our newer songs that we haven't released yet, yeah, like how I how I was showing her. So I, like with my own stuff, uh -huh. I literally mess around from like anything that sure. you can think of, just throw in anything there. But that that being said, I also learned like a lot of like self-taught like producer techniques, to, like mm -hmm. make things sound a lot more full and like better and everything. Like mm -hmm. something that I kind of figured out, I'm sure they already do it, is... Uh, in like orchestra settings and everything mm -hmm. to really like bring the orchestra out make it feel bigger and everything mm -hmm. throw a sub sub bass mm -hmm. like electronic sub bass underneath that mm -hmm. and it just like fills it out and you feel like you're actually 
part of the orchestra. Yeah. But you don't know the subs there. But okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So yeah, I use that in some of the Pedals and Poison stuff. So through your own experimentation of, okay, you're in Return in Red and other bands and other projects. Give away your stuff. sauce like that. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know, yeah. right? He, he just gave away <laughs> yeah. the sauce, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's I mean, that, that, that's, that's just one thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, you guys have to follow me for the rest of the tips. Honestly, <laughs> like, like some to, base interject, on the cello. to interject on that, Jeff <laughs> Erdrubber <laughs> is always just like, why do you have so many layers? And we're yeah. like, shh. <laughs> well, wait, is he the one mixing it? Yeah. Oh, okay. A couple of them. Yeah, I go ridiculous with like all my layers <laughs> and my why. songs and everything. <laughs> like each song, even if it's like a two minute song, why are there like 144 tracks? Yeah. It's <laughs> like you with like harmonies and shit. Yeah. Because yeah. I get it, it's a bitch to mix. That's the whole thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I ain't mixing it. Fuck it. <laughs> He'll literally call girls to be like, why? And we're like, we start laughing because we know exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I needed to learn to be more organized. That's the one thing I need to do is learn to be more organized as I'm recording because mm -hmm. we got like track 77B over here with like, there's nothing on here except for like, uh, ah, just for one second out of a three minute song. <laughs> That's wow. all, yeah. So before you gave away the sauce, what I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, that was one. You're you're tasting one ingredient. One ingredient, but, that, but not, that ain't the whole. Buy his thirty day course. Yeah, That's the yeah. intro. There you yeah. go. So just we're gonna talk for the next thirty minutes about how like we're gonna tell you about the secret, and then we're still not gonna give it to you at the end. You have mm -hmm. to buy the book. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. buy my ebook four ninety nine. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking about pasta and sauce and ravioli and shit now. Okay. Wow. You've been in a lot of creative projects. Um, sorry. See, literally lost my train of thought. I was going to say. <laughs> it's okay. I, 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 got, like, I derailed Chef you. Chef Boyardee is in my head doing backflips right now. Um, what flavor? Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Oh, gosh. What was I going to say? So you came from this background of being in a ton of creative projects and then seeking out freedom from that. You wanted to just be able to say, fuck it, I'm, I'm put that laser beam, that Chef Boyardee, Salt Bay, whatever I want on it. And <laughs> What? Nothing, I'm just like, oh my god. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought you were going to sneeze. So you, you went from this uh, working with a ton of people, then you, you, were, you sought out this freedom. What about people who are doing it the other way? What about people kind of like me who their whole life, and this goes for you too, I want to hear what you have to say, all three of you. You know, people who are creatives have been working by themselves the, their whole life, and now they're trying to seek out these creative projects with others. What is some advice you have for them in terms of how maybe they can approach other creatives for collaboration? Um, I think it's important if you're like looking to collaborate with people, I think it's important to find people that are like actually serious about what they're doing mm -hmm. rather than just like anybody who's like, wow, you do music? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, let's like collaborate something. No. Um, it's got to be somebody that's like serious, mm -hmm. honestly, somebody. And I feel like the more serious people are a little bit more open-minded and they, but they also have a vision what they want, but you know, they're a little bit open-minded to, you know, possibly other ideas mm -hmm. that can make that vision even better that they don't know about yet. Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like when you're working with people, you definitely have to understand how to work with people. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you know, you could just be like thrown for a loop. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I think that when collaborating or wanting to collaborate mm -hmm. with people, I think it's extremely important to be like a part of a community. You need to support that artist too before you even mm -hmm. think yeah. about asking about collaborating. Mm -hmm. um, like you don't want to clout chase, you don't want to do that, but you need to be able to see that, hey, like I appreciate this artist, I like what they're doing, mm -hmm. and I'd love to like be a part of that. Like you want them to feel like you are going to be a part of something that they are presenting. You know what I mean? And not like you want it to be like a relationship, not like a like a I'm taking this and I want to like not have transactional. Like, no, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You guys are both working with each other to like you know yeah. better both of yourselves, better sure. yourselves as a whole. Yeah, like mm -hmm. she said, a community. Um, but yeah, it's good to build that like relationship because like once you have like you know just like even if you hang out a couple times, whatever, yeah. if you talk to him, whatever, however you do it, mm -hmm. um, then you guys become more comfortable with each other rather than like, starting working on the song. You don't really know each other, or it's yeah. just like. Mm -hmm you're not comfortable because then that process happens during the song mm -hmm. which could also possibly make whatever pr the project is take even longer mm -hmm. and you know nothing wrong with that if you have the time mm -hmm. um but the project could come out even better if you guys are already comfortable with each other and everything mm -hmm. yeah. how can, i'm sorry were you gonna say something no, no. okay how can someone who is reaching out to another creative to collaborate how can that person convey that they're serious if 
they don't really have like any projects out, but they're mm. they're totally gung ho. They're driven and they want to collaborate or something, but they have maybe one song on Spotify, but they have it in their heart. How can they convey? Yeah, you know what I said. They got the drive. They got the power. They, I th- they, they th- saved it. I think you yeah. can feel it. Like I, I personally, I think you could feel it from someone. So, you know, so and you could tell people are all talk. You know. Yeah, you definitely can. I agree with. At that. first, I, I don't think I was able to tell, but like now at this stage, yeah. I'll show you guys too. But that's I, how it happens. That's how you learn. Yeah. Everything's from learning, from experience. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's okay. I was just gonna say it. Also, just takes one person to trust someone. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like if you're driven and you're trying to reach out. Like, Grazi's really good about this. Like, he just throws himself just into the deep end and he'll try anything and, like, sometimes it'll be a no. Sometimes it'll be a yes. And, like, I think having that attitude is really good because you never know what's going to stick. And, like you said, someone could probably see the potential that others couldn't. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, that's kind of, like, what you'd have to do. I have like social anxiety, so mm-hmm. I am not like that, but I'm glad that Grazi's like that. Um, my approach is definitely just different. Um, if someone came up to me like that, I it would be a hit or miss. I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. collaborate with them only because I would want to get to know who they are first mm-hmm. instead of some random person just being like, hey, like I'm super driven. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's cool, but I don't know you. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So I think for me, relationships are more important when it comes to collaborations. But I love that Grazi's just like, hey, like I'm Grazi. I do music. Your stuff's dope. Like want to collab. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, okay, like it works yeah. for some people. <laughs> I feel like I'm like in between you guys. Like yeah. for me, it's like send me something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so true too. Like I like I need to hear something by myself first and to kind of whatever or if like they're like I need you to hop on I want have a song I want you to hop on send it to me. Like yeah. I want to yeah. hear it. Instead of like oh like can we meet up and it's like I don't want to waste my time like you know what I'm saying just meeting up yeah, if exactly. I don't know like just send it to me and yeah. I'll tell you like you know so I think especially now with the power of recording at home and shit like there's you should be able to do that like Oh yeah. I feel like if before you want, try to collaborate with anyone like you should have an you idea. Should, you should at least oh, yeah. at least get a demo down or something, you know? Yeah. Even if it's just like the beginning of the song. Because yeah. then you can kind of feel it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, ideally, I, I, I like people, I take a little, people a little more serious better when they send me a finished thing and not just like, oh, like, I just laid down some scratch vocals and boom, it's like, well, just like send me the finished thing because I'm going to send yeah. you back the finished thing, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. But everyone's now, different. To it. touch on what you said, mm-hmm. I think an underlying component of what we're talking about is building relationships mm-hmm. right? yeah. and I'm a firm believer in quality over quantity yeah. I'd rather have five to ten amazing you know publishing experts booking agents publicists managers other creatives whatever in my network I'd rather have ten than to know like a hundred people who I can barely rely on yes. and are you guys kind of similar in that way oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> no I um I don't know I'm like pre- I don't like like I'm friends with a lot of people, uh-huh. um, but I everyone I work with it's kind of pretty like a small group and everything. Yeah. I work with very specific people and like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just the quality is it needs to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And and I think like to on what you said, it's like for me when it comes to well collaborating on my end is like doing uh, as a manager right yeah. is like doing some sort of deal or maybe like doing consultation. Uh, with a partner like four other people or whatever so i'm talking like for myself i'm talking more business oriented stuff but there's a lot of parallels between the creativity and the business the bottom line for me is that when i'm collaborating with someone and i'm building that relationship i just want to know that we kind of have similar values i don't know about you guys like i have i literally have i have a couple music managers in my network but one that i'm really close with or at least like we we reach out to each other for like when there's some shit going down. Her name's Sarah Brooks. She's a beast. But, like I think her and I have very similar values in how we like view our our role. We take mm-hmm. our role seriously, like in the same sense. And so whether you're cr- collaborating creatively or on some business stuff or anything, it's like the relationship, the values, the character of that person I think is important. And it's really easy, especially in our fast-paced content creation, short-form video, dopamine rush, let's go, let's go, let's go, to just collab, 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 collab. But I would rather like foster a, a, a great learning environment where we have similar values and build a real relationship. Because to me, like I'd rather be hand-in-hand with a, with a killer and you're just knocking shit out. Oh, yeah. Then like, oh, I did one project here with this, one project here. But... Yeah, I will say there there is power in 
collaborating with others. Right. Uh, but, you the, know. but the thing where I think you're building on, and I agree okay. with this 100%, okay. is you're building a community. Okay. And I think that's really important because, like, I feel like we don't have so much of a community anymore, mm-hmm. like, in any of the, like, music genres anymore because mm-hmm. everyone's, like, so kind of, like, trying to step on each other to get to the top, to get to the top. Yeah. Even if, you know, if they're being nice to you and everything like that, you can just kind of notice it by their actions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the importance of a community comes in because, you know, then we're all helping each other, you know. Mm-hmm. We're all collaborating with each other to just make these awesome products because we enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, I feel like that's going to just be the better way of, like, releasing things because, let's be honest, like, if you're a fan and you see some of your favorite artists, like, you know... You you would love to just like hear their music and everything too. But like, what if like one of your favorite artists collaborates with your other favorite artists? Yeah. Like, oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't you want to see that? For sure. Yeah, exactly. I think a big thing for me too is like, are you an executor? Like, yeah, I feel like, are, do you have the reputation of like getting shit done and like providing your result? You know what I'm saying? Even, even if you're like on the come up with it, like, and you, you know, if, if I, if I could see, you know, I, I expect people to look at me like this too. Like, if I if I could see you like progressing and like working and like I could see you getting better like shit like that's dope enough for me too you know what I mean it's like because that goes a long way you know what I'm saying because yeah. now I'm looking ahead like oh shoot like uh, this could potentially be something cool yeah in the future you know mm-hmm. whatever so now execution mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask each of you and I want your guys we'll start with Janae okay how do you overcome a creative block or a situation where you just can't execute anything personally mm-hmm. you do do you light some of your candles or drink some tea anything um you know that's actually a very good question like so for me personally there's a lot of things that i tend to do um i talk it out with my husband and i'll tell him hey like i'm going through this like Mm -hmm. can you pray for me because like i just need just some clarity Mm And, like, for me, like, I personally think prayer is powerful, and I know that not everybody, like, Mm -hmm. believes in, like, the same thing that I do, but, like, for me, like, sitting down and praying and really just delving into that is kind of a huge part for me. Um, I also tend to listen to music to inspire me, too, like, whether it's, like, for collections, like, for my business or if it's for more music, um, or sometimes, like, I'll just like sit on Pinterest. Like I know like that sounds really lame. I'm just like, okay, like is there anything here that can spark something? Like it's so weird. Cause like that's happened to me so many times to where it's like, I'll see like a picture and then like immediately like I'll have a story in mind. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, like that's something that I could see happening for something. Um, That's kind of like how my brain works. Um, I definitely think that taking self care and taking the time to take a break too is important Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. for me, I haven't really been good about that and I can feel myself getting burnt out. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important, especially for creative people to take a break because it's so easy for us to just keep going, 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 going. And then once we hit that writer's block, we feel useless and we feel like we are just out of our game. And like, we feel like, wow, like maybe we're frauds and then we have that feeling. So this is the creative, the creative process. The creative process (laughs) is horrible. I'm fucking awesome. (laughs) I suck. I'm awesome. I really suck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I think it's important to force yourself to take a break too and to take that time to yourself because if you keep giving to your projects or giving to other people, like, and if you're filling, like, if you're filling up other people with mm-hmm. your talents and your creativity and your mind, like, what's filling into yourself? Like, you gotta, like, take the time to do that and read, like, just rejuvenate yourself. So that's kind of my whole thing. Wow. <laughs> nice. Okay, real quick. Shout out to Octavio. He's back there. Sorry. Supportive husband. <laughs> amazing. <He's laughs> Falling asleep. We just woke him up from his nap. Yeah. Sorry. Did we wake you? Sorry. Graz, how do you overcome a creative block? Keeps you from executing. Um. So I kind of have like two. That's a two part answer. Sure. Because I have never really like had a problem creatively when it comes to the music part of it, like when it comes mm-hmm. to the sound, orchestra, guitars, instruments. Grazi's like, I'm perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm never yeah. different. I'm, I'm pretty much what people aspire to be. <laughs> no. Um, no, no, no. I, I don't know. I just never had like a problem like with the music part of it. Uh-huh. Where I get stuck is lyrics. 
Okay. Um, but I like to, you know, I'm kind of like a movie person. I like movies. Mm-hmm. I like to listen to eat people talk or anything. I've been really like finding myself listening to like more like see either podcasts or just whatever people talking about stuff lately other than music. Um, and I kind of just like think about those words and like think about the things that they're saying. Like if they're, if it's like, you know, something deep or like, even if it's just like something random that I'm listening to, but I'm like, wow, just like the way he said that, the words and everything, it was like so artistic and he didn't even mean it. It's like, nice. I, I want to mean it. That was yeah. <laughs> that was deep. Be, deep. Yeah, no, no, but yeah, yeah. So, yeah, definitely breaks. I feel like are a huge thing. Just like looking for inspiration everywhere. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that's very important to be able to take inspiration from anything, like from musical inspiration, from like visuals, like art or anything like that, or you know, just like hearing people talk about like just like inspiring things, like what they did in their life or whatever, just like how they overcame something, or just kind of like whatever the song is about, like kind of just like indulge yourself in that atmosphere of the situation of the song of how it is. Like, just like go 110% of it. It's a sad song, you know, just like, you know, don't, you know, don't become super depressed, but (laughs) definitely like, you know, surround yourself with things that I feel like is the same vibe as like what you're trying to go for with that song. So you can really understand where the song is going and how you can write it out. And I think people get scared of that. They think like, Oh, I don't want to like copy and like, but it's like, Great artists steal. Everything has already been done. Yeah. So it's like... We're just figuring out how to do it differently in the, and, and in the you, same way. And you're kind of like, you know in your head when you're copying yeah. and when you're taking inspiration. Like you can, mm-hmm. you can oh, interpret yeah. that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's kind of where I was going with that. Yeah. But yeah, just really become what the song needs. Yeah. Like even you as a person. I feel like songs, music, however, singing... It's all the same as like acting in movies yeah. and everything like that because just the way you're singing things, your voice, just how you're pronouncing them, maybe you're smiling when you're singing it because you can hear people sm- uh, smiling when they sing it mm-hmm. or that you're sad or whatever like that. You have to get into the role of it. You can't just be like, um, I'm so sad or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> obviously we're not you're singing really? that. But yeah, just like you have to really just like you have to get into it. Mm-hmm. You have to make people like believable you have to feel the song feel what's going on and i think that's what's really important that's amazing i should not have giggled when you said i want to mean it because i I think i was just kind of taken aback by that i was like i want to mean it and then like you kept talking and i kind of thought about it and that's kind of like the underlying thing of what you're saying is like you should mean it and you should engulf yourself yeah just pull it off be confident about it yeah that's amazing that's amazing and i and i like i listen to like lots of like hard rock and heavy metal and stuff and i i'm like these guys sound so angry and oh my and i'm like well they probably were and they probably have a lot of that inside them and that's that's what's coming out on the record and it's like you can't you can't fake it like you said here's something to bounce off that too like when it comes back to collaborations and stuff it's so key in my opinion, to be around people, you're comfortable trying new shit around. Yeah. That's so key. Like, because I used to be in bands with people and like, I would try something and they would start roasting me. Like, like, what the heck was that? It's like, yeah, now I don't even want to try anything. You want to be able to be yourself in front of people and you have to be, you have to really like, feel comfortable with yourself when you, like, especially if you're singing, writing lyrics and everything because, you know, like, why don't you write exactly what you're feeling? Some of the things that you're going through, whatever, just, you know, just be yourself, be a hundred, ten percent yourself. Don't try to be anyone else because, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to feel good about it. You're not going to make exactly what's going to fulfill you. Yeah. Amazing. I'm going to get you guys out of here in a minute. I know you guys, I know you guys are tired. (laughs) Want to go to sleep. It's the bedtime. (laughs) Last thing I kind of want to ask you guys, uh, dream collaboration. If you could be in the studio right now with like one artist, just like taking things in, bouncing off them, who would it be? You have to go first. Would ours be the same? Yeah, but I feel like I have a couple different people. That's fair. Um, let's do, let's t- top three. Top three. Top three. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay J- Jacob yeah, was yeah. about to say no. I was going to, well, no, because I realized how <laughs> oh, hard it is. Yeah, I realized how hard it is to narrow it down to like one. Um, Just whoever comes to mind. Yeah, like yeah. one, two, three people would matter. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so one of them is kind of like, because I'm such a huge fangirl of Alisana. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to collaborate with them. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just so funny because Grazi and I talk about it all the time because, like, they have, like, way less followers than me on Instagram. But I'm, like, such a huge fan yeah. of them. Yeah. And, like, one of these days, I'm just going to be like, hey, should I should just message them. I but I'm, like, really shy about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am a huge fan of them. And I would be like, hey, I want you guys to, like, be on this song. And they reply back, no. I know. I would cry. <laughs> well, because it's, like, it's so funny because, like, a lot of, like, my storytelling like in songs is inspired by like how they storytell in their songs. Wow. 
Um, and then the next collaboration, I would love to do a collaboration with Gerard Way. So, but obviously, like, who knows? He's doing all his comic book stuff right now, which is fine. I met him, and he's really nice. Where at? Um, San Diego Comic Con. I think it was 2017. Wow. Super nice guy or what? He was super nice. Very shy and very, like, soft-spoken, which every single person that talks about him is like, that's the same exact thing. So it's like, okay, like, I get it. But I was, like, so nervous because I was like, this is, like, my hero. Like, he's, like, the reason why, like, I started singing the way that I do and, Mm -hmm. like, all that fun stuff. Um, And then three is actually a collaboration that we are doing. Um, Mm -hmm. My friends, I told you about it the last time. um, They're twins. Little ghouls. Yeah, little Mm -hmm. ghouls. So they have a side project that's music that's called Satin Puppets. Mm -hmm. And we're already writing a song that they're going to be featured on. And, like, we've already talked about it. And, like, we're all really excited to do it. So I'm really stoked. Well, you guys heard it here first. (laughs) I can't wait till one day on this show I can be like, well, Gerard... Oh Come on, gosh. Come out. And then he's like, He just comes out of the like bedroom. He's like, I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been here the whole time, like, guys. The lights are off. I've been back here for 45 minutes. Like, <laughs> Why didn't you call me out earlier? <laughs> you just stand there waiting to come out. Yeah. I'm like, you're good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Gerard Way would be one of mine mm-hmm. as well. Nice. Big My Chemical Romance fan. Yeah. It's my favorite band. Um, Ronnie Radke from Falling in Reverse. I think that guy is just like insane when it comes to like melodies and music just in general now is he the dude who can like do it all he can scream rap sing like all that yeah okay yeah, he yeah. pretty much i'm pretty sure like he writes all of their music on oh his really own. yeah wow. he does it all um the third one ooh, who would that be me uh, <laughs> um he's like nah <laughs> he's like i'm sick of you the third one yeah we've already collaborated it's already i know over. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I'm trying to think of like who else you talk about. Those are like my two favorite. You guys kept artists. talking about someone at that show we went to. Um, I forgot. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm on we you guys' scene. What, what show? Did <laughs> He's like, I have no idea who yeah, these yeah. people are. At, at, at Nate's show, you guys kept talking about some guy that just dropped something. Uh, I think he was featured on that Metallica like collaboration project or something. Corey Taylor? That might have been him or someone else. Um. No, I wouldn't say Corey Taylor. I'm not like a big Slipknot fan. Either their music is good. Don't get me wrong, but that's just not like that's not my thing. Yeah. Um, I can list off my other favorite bands that I think that would yeah. be dope to work with them. Either yeah. Avenged Sevenfold or um, oh, yeah. Fall Out Boy. Ooh, yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, Ryan, Chris Brown, <laughs> Breezy, yes, yep. Chris Breezy, and uh, definitely JB. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, probably those two. Nice for sure. But um, yeah, I'm in a different scene than these guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find commonalities metal. and shit. Yeah. I know. I think, okay, I want to share. I was just going to ask you. I hope you do. <laughs> Top three people. Not in any particular order, but I will say M. Shadows from Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. Lead singer yeah, for Avenged fair. Sevenfold. Because I think that he, not only as a lead singer, is just a great part in their composition and songwriting, like in the entirety of the project. He's one of those lead singers who will sit down and play guitar in the rehearsal session and help um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, conceptualize yeah. things for all. Mm-hmm. He he has an overarching view and his hands in every Here's, part. His of the lyrics song. are insane, dude. I I will. I think he's probably like the best modern vocalist. And people are uh, never mind. I don't want to start controversy. <laughs> I like him better than Corey Taylor. I'll say it. But yeah, M Shadows, uh, 100%. I would love to just pick that guy's brain, talk about songwriting. Another guy, just because. This is so. I, I, people are listening and they're like, "You're so basic." But James Hetfield of Metallica, the arguably, well, not even arguably, statistically one of the top five biggest selling, like that, bro? most amazing <laughs> bands of all time. Uh, but James Hetfield from Metallica, M Shadows, and then I think just from guitar, like from a guitar perspective, uh, I think it's Jade Pudgett or Puget is how you pronounce his name, the guitarist for AFI. He is like, oh, yeah. crazy, crazy good. Anywho, enough about me. Creed. Cre- oh, um, Mike, uh, Mark Tremonti. Yeah, yeah. That guy's pretty good. You just wanted me to do a Creed impersonation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what was that song you played at the talent show? Or was that you just freestyling? That was My Chemical Romance. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was Head, for, Head First for Halos by wow. My Chemical Romance. That was the first ever song I Did performed. Did you see that? No, we weren't friends no. then. Yeah. Wow. We were friends in high school, not middle school. Even if we were, like, she wasn't in the same grade. So. No, I'm wow. two years old. She older? was too cool. She was too cool to two see any older. of us at that talent show. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Well, that's a good woman. way to uh, kick you. No, I'm just kidding. I guess, yeah. 
So what's the next project you guys have coming out? If you don't, if you, if you don't mind sharing. I don't know. Um, I mean, we we have that one song. Well, actually, okay, oh I oh back. oh, um, kidnap the Sandy Claus comes out tomorrow. Oh yeah, kidnap the Sandy Claus. We did a cover together mm-hmm. for the Nightmare Before Christmas. We were sitting there, literally, like we were driving somewhere. We like got lunch or something like that. Yeah, and we, we were got listening. Por- Portillos. Yeah. And we were listening to like the corn version of this and I was like, I want to no. do a cover of this. And we we're like, let's do it. And then we literally went back to my house and just made a cover of it. Yeah. No way. And you showed it to me, right? When we were driving. Yeah, to, I showed it to okay. you. That comes out tomorrow. Um, and then I also did another Nightmare Before Christmas cover with nice. Mr. Heath for the Oogie Boogie song. Ooh. For those of you who do not know who Mr. Heath is, you should check out their work. Um, and they are a horror artist mm-hmm. and they do like like horror themed songs and Definitely it's all drag it and it's awesome. Ooh, it's kind of sick. Horror picture show. Kind of. <laughs> like Mr. He has like full on blue makeup mm-hmm. and like it's it's really cool. It's yeah. really fun. We'll be playing at the Pasadena Convention Center oh, yeah. on December 17th. Yeah, the two of them. That's it's on oh, December really? 17th. Oh. Yeah. Is it your Thanks birthday? for the gift. Well, bro, we're, we're playing for you. Yeah, so yeah. Grazi will be featured on nice. a Mr. He show technically. I don't know how many songs you guys nice. are doing but yeah, look up Mr. He. I believe the Instagram is at a Mr. He slasher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Wow. Really fun stuff. That's December 17th? December 17th, yeah. That's yeah, a Friday. I think it's next Friday. Yeah. Now nah, I'm going to be in Arizona, but Ooh. I would go. Uh, Damn. I made this happen. Ditch to fly Arizona, back bro. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, where can people find you guys, Janae? So, you can find me at petalsandpoison.com mm-hmm. or at petalsandpoison, which is Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, all that fun stuff. It's all the same. So, nice. yeah. Graz? You guys can find me at, um, at the Graz official on Instagram. I think that's on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, on YouTube, Grazi Panaccio. iTunes, everywhere, Spotify, every streaming services is all Grazi Panaccio. Graziepanaccio.com. Uh, I think that's it. Just find What's me. What's your TikTok? Find me anywhere. What's my TikTok? I think it's the Graz official. <laughs> Tumblr. My LinkedIn. Graz, just Grazi Panaccio. <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. How'd you guys meet uh, LinkedIn? LinkedIn. <laughs> she had an opening. I sent my resume. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. Everybody, this was such a good discussion. I knew this was going to be so good just talking about like creativity, creative partnerships, especially with you three. This is like amazing. So I'm excited for you guys. Thank you for being great friends. Uh, you guys are awesome. <laughs> Thanks for everything. Thanks for having us again. Thank Absolutely. You. All right. Inside the RV episode 52. Peace out. Peace out.